Hey there, we interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you a very special episode of the show. This episode is all about our We Gather Together Beach Retreat, which we will be holding January 25th to 28, 2004 on the Gulf Coast of Alabama. Now, this is such a fun and wonderful event. We have a big house down there right on the beach, just steps away. And if you're concerned about the beach in January, never fear. Um, Our average temperatures are about 65 to 70 down there. And it's just a lovely, lovely place to be. And so what I did was I invited a very special guest named Lucy Duggar. She was one of the moms who came down to our beach retreat last year when we held our first one and just got so much out of the retreat. And so I asked Lucy, Well, she was 40 weeks pregnant, by the way. I didn't realize that she was quite that close to delivering, and she agreed to come on and chat with me all about her experience with the retreat, the different things that went on, what she got out of it, and what she would like to get out of it again, because Lucy is actually coming back again this January. She loved it so much. She's coming back again, and she's bringing a friend, and we just can't wait to have her back. So sit back and enjoy this interview with Lucy. And if you would like more information about the beach retreat, you can find that at pambarnhill.com slash retreat. Hey there, I want to welcome to the show today, Lucy Duggar. Lucy is a homeschooling mama who joined us last January for the We Gather Together beach retreat. It was our very first beach retreat we held down in Pensacola, Florida. And Lucy, you're coming back again in 2024. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And yes, I cannot wait. This this winter retreat at the beach is going to be amazing. Oh, we thought it was so much fun last year, and we're just so glad that you are coming back. Okay, so tell everybody just a little bit about you and your family. You have little ones, right? Yes, 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 yes. So um, my kids are three, uh, five, three, one and a half, and I'm due any day now with our fourth. Um, but so I'm in some ways, new to homeschooling because my oldest is technically in kindergarten, um, which includes just really a lot of your morning basket stuff. But um, it's something that my husband and I have been talking about for a really long time. And um, so it feels new and familiar somehow at the same time. At the same time. And you're a big podcast listener, right? You, You mentioned that you listen to podcasts. Yes, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I just feel like I don't know when I'm cooking, I can kind of put one little earbud in and, um, and expand, you know, what I'm thinking about, what I'm learning, what I'm listening to. I do audiobooks and podcasts, but yes, I love podcasts. Awesome. Awesome. So apparently you have been thinking about homeschooling for a while and you're kind of what I would call in the research stage of homeschooling. Yes. Um, I found. I guess, Delay Sisters and then Your Morning Basket and 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool um, kind of in quick succession because I was just trying to figure out what was out there and then find some type of ideology that matched up with what I thought I wanted my future homeschool to be. And now that we've kind of officially started kindergarten, although it's not required here in Georgia where we live, um, it's just been really fun to have podcasts and books, but podcasts as a resource in this research stage to figure out, well, what is a person and what is an educated person and what does a well-educated person look like? 
and um, yeah, just explore some of those ideologies and methodologies and thinking through the philosophy of education. That's so much fun and such an important step as you move into like creating your own vision for your homeschool. You know, you have to kind of go through all of these things and look at all the different things that are out there to then start meshing and saying, which ones of these am I going to keep and which ones of these am I going to leave and which ones of these are actually going to shape our education. So I love that so much. So you have this four-year-old, you're a big podcast fan and you hear about this beach retreat. What made you sign up? Um, well, honestly, if I can just be a fangirl for a minute, I'm a huge fan of yours. <laughs> I've listened to all, all your stuff and I just love it. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is what I want. I want to sit at the feet of somebody who has done this for a long time and who can tell me what worked and more importantly, what didn't work. Um, and who's just a stage or two ahead in this homeschool game where I can just ask all my questions. And the beauty of this retreat is that you just walk us through morning time and what it looks like and what it can look like and what it might look like at different age groups. And I thought, oh man, that would be amazing. I want to sit in on that. And so I signed up and, um, honestly had a blast. And so I'm coming back for sure. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to talk about that, uh, morning time thing. Let's just park there for just a few minutes. So we did have all the moms come down and you got to sign up for either an early session or a late session to come and do morning time. And so we probably had about 12 or 13 moms around the table for each session. And what surprised you the most as we were, as you were getting to be the student in morning time? A lot of things. Um, first of all, I love the content. It was varied and it included all the true, good and beautiful things, some of which I thought about, some of which I hadn't. So I loved that. Um, <clears throat> also, I liked how um, it was taught. Each little section was taught by somebody different. So you kind of got uh, three or four different well-equipped further down the road homeschool moms to just give a different flavor for each thing, which was very cool. But really for me, especially in this research, starting out young, young kids, homeschool mom, uh, tackling kindergarten this year, how quick the transitions were. There actually weren't really any transitions, how, how it flowed and you could just move from one thing to another and um, let the material speak for itself and not have to go on and on and on. That was very helpful for me to see in action. And I think one of the cool things that it does is when you realize that that's all we do, you know, we just pick up something and we read a poem and we close the book and we put it down and we say, okay, now we're going to sing our folk song and we like push play on our phone and that's it. That's all there is to it. Then it takes all of this pressure off of you because I think that's one of the places where moms get hung up in some of, some of these morning time subjects like music appreciation or nature study or poetry or something like that. They're like, I can't do that because I can't say, I don't know what to say to my kids. You don't have to say anything. You just yes. let the thing speak for itself. Yes. And that whole idea of morning time, breeding, taste and um, familiarity and just introducing your kids, just spreading a feast. Um, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everything about everything or have a lot to say about any of the individual subjects and learning right alongside your kids is a beautiful part of that that they get to see modeled. But 
yeah, just letting the material speak for itself, like believing that these things are beautiful and it contain truth and goodness and are worthwhile, um, even in small doses. I also learned, speaking of, that the consistency is more important than the curriculum or what you might think you add or don't add um, to that morning time. And that to me was huge because that too takes the pressure off. Oh, I just have to show up and do this quick, wonderful thing every day or every, you know, however many days a week um, for a period of time. And then somehow magically (laughs) our kids retain pieces of it that, that cling to their hearts. That's awesome. That's great. That takes the pressure off me too for morning time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it's like the Holy spirit working in them more than more than a yes. magic trick, but that's what we do. We just show up and we do the stuff and we let the Holy Spirit move within them to like connect them to the things. But if you show up enough and do enough of these little bitty things, you know, I, it's so funny because this morning um, we were, we were up early. We were getting ready to go to church. It's a Friday, not a Sunday. We're not, we're not working on a Sunday, I promise. And uh, we were getting ready to go to church this morning. And so my daughter was up early and uh, I was following her into the kitchen for something. She'd been in her bedroom getting dressed. And she's like, I just love classical music. It is just so fun to listen to. And I'm like, I didn't really, I didn't do that. You know, it's not <laughs> yes. like, I, it's yeah. not like I drilled her on classical music. Actually, if I had, she probably right. wouldn't be feeling that way about classical mm-hmm. music, but it was just all the little bits that she had been introduced to some through our morning time and some through music lessons and stuff through the years that have really made uh, such a difference. So, well, tell me a little bit about, was it weird, like going to this house with all of these people you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I'm a self-proclaimed introvert. So you would think that that might be a concern. But honestly, I was so looking forward to it and and the um the content that would be there and honestly when people listen to your podcast, I don't know if you feel this when you meet people, but we feel like we know you. <laughs> so, I knew my good friend Pam would be there even though we hadn't met in person yet. Um but yeah, I I don't know for me even being an introvert, um some of the things that kind of assuaged any of that that I might have felt were the idea that it's a retreat and not a conference. Conferences are great and that has its place and it's wonderful. But I really was looking forward to the retreating part. And there was really space and margin and breathing room built into the schedule to know, okay, it's not going to be just on, 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 on all the time. And that to me was very helpful. And um, I, yeah, I felt comfortable enough being at the beach. I thought, well, look, you know, you can just walk outside and enjoy how pretty it is if anything feels yeah. like it's too much. But it didn't. Honestly, the size was perfect. It felt really relational. I feel like you did a good job and the people there were all invested enough to kind of jump in and um, do some icebreakers. And it, I mean, I made friends. There are four of us that girls that are still on a group text oh, to this day <laughs> from our retreat. So I, um, I really... I really liked that and didn't feel overwhelmed by really any of it. I love it. I love it. And it's funny because you say, well, you know, I came because Pam was going to be there, but you actually met another special mentor while you were there that you probably didn't expect. Yes. Oh my gosh. Heather Tully. I love her. (laughs) I love her too. (laughs) Um, I was, gosh, I just adore her. 
Um, but yes, being a Georgia girl, I didn't even know where she lived. And we actually lived in close enough proximity. I mean, Georgia's a big place and the metro Atlanta area is a big enough place. But um, where we've gotten together and we have um, gotten our kids together and hiked together and done Wonder Group together. And I've seen her homeschool and nature study. And oh, my goodness. Yes. The life on life of that and being introduced at the beach has been such a blessing. I can't even begin to tell you how yeah. wonderful that has been. And yeah. Dawn too. I mean, we don't live in the same place, but um, I again felt like I knew her from your podcast and she was so generous with her time, even during some of the downtimes to just open her real life notebooks and show me, I'm like, Dawn, what does it really look like? And she just page by page and went through it. And I'm like, oh, You'll never know how meaningful that was to me. Again, with my kids being so young, just trying to get my arms around what homeschool could be. Um, incredible mentor in in both those women. I respect them hugely. I love that. And I love it. And I, and I can't do all of this by myself. So it's so fabulous that we have a team of like different personalities and different. I mean, I'm not scary, I promise. But I know I come across as <laughs> really kind of strict and like, oh, you know, that like we all got to have our checklists and stuff like that. But we have all of these personalities. You know, Lainey Homan is there and she's such a fabulous resource as well. And Allie. Um, and so it really is just a great, uh, it's a great team of people there to support. So what was your favorite part out of everything? And it's okay if you say the food, because the food was good. I was, <laughs> I was literally thinking the food. It was incredible. <laughs> I mean, not only was it good, not only was it wholesome, nutritious, everything you could hope for, including snacks in between and thinking of things that I didn't even think um, to bring. Like she made homemade marshmallows for some of our. That's um, Audrey, our chef. Yeah. Incredible. Um, But also just being taken care of, you know, not cooking all the meals and not having to clean all the dishes and not um, running through that mental checklist. Like we do sometimes as moms of like, okay, what time to say, okay, do I have to get something on? Okay. Did I set out meat? Did I having all of that just swept away on top of the fact that the food is absolutely delicious was such a treat. And sometimes as moms, we get that from a spouse or, um, you know, somebody who's willing to help or a family member or whatever. But um, the like day after day of it was so nice to be treated with the food for sure. But I mean, I like the walks on the beach. I like the nature part. And I like learning about subjects that I did not know much about, including Plutarch, for example, but I'll leave it at food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that surprised us most of all was, you know, we did, we did, we set up the schedule and we did put margin in there and we're going to do the same thing. We're of the, if it's not broke, don't fix it philosophy. So like there will be some different things this year. We'll cover some different content and things like that. But the basic structure of the day with the morning time session in the morning. So basically you can wake up when you want to. We have an early morning time, a late morning time. You come to morning time. And then in the afternoon, we have two classes. The thing that surprised us was like everybody came to every class and we really set it up so that like you didn't have to, they're not dependent on each other or anything like that. We also set it Mm -hmm. up where you didn't have to choose which one you came to, which, you know, people were very appreciative of that. Um, but it really surprised us. I guess we had built in enough margin around all of that because then we do an evening session as well. 
where people felt comfortable like, oh, I have enough margin, but I can come to all of these different classes too. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, the schedule, I'm, I love to hear that it will be similar and yet different. But yeah, that part of it was, you guys got it right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That is just so good. So good to hear. Well, if you would like to come hang out at the beach with Lucy in, in January, and trust me, if you're listening to this and you're a little farther up north and you're like, I cannot believe these people are going to the beach in January, the weather was what, like 68 70. Oh, it's gorgeous. We had like mm-hmm. one rainy Pretty. day or something, but yeah, it's really nice. I mean, now I can't guarantee that. It could be the year that we have this freak cold front come through and the weather's <laughs> horrible while we're there. But typically, on average, the weather's pretty nice uh, on the Gulf Coast. of. We're in Alabama, Florida slash mm-hmm. Alabama. We're moving into Alabama this year. We're moving to a different house, but it's typically pretty good. But yeah. Come join Lucy and me at the beach in January. We would love, love, love to see you there. Lucy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Pam, and I'll see you soon. All right. And there you have it. I hope that you enjoyed that fun conversation with Lucy. And if you would like to join Lucy and me and all of the Your Morning Basket Plus team at the beach retreat in January, you got to go over and get signed up. We do have to close the doors at the very end of November so we can get everything prepared. So we know how many goodie baskets to order and how much food to prepare and all of those kinds of things. So the deadline for signing up is November 30th and you can find all the information you need at pambarnhill.com slash retreat. And if you have any questions at all, just reach out to us to info at pambarnhill.com and we'll be happy to get an answer to your questions. We would love, love, love to see you there in January.